hello, welcome. R.I.P. Shock G. Yeah. The dead queen. And the dead queen. And all right, shouts to the and dead those queen. Pops, those little, yeah. little, those little, what are those pops? Andrew is yelling and Coolio. Also, pops that we support. Oh, yes, we do. We support um, pups. Try, trying to keep pugs away from mushrooms. Pugs. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I meant. Yeah, yeah so. So I I've been doing like a sort of year end reflection only about how much awareness about pugs I'm spreading and I mm. I feel like I just want to get in another message. No. Keep your pugs away from mushrooms, yeah. everyone. I think your year your year in review, pugs are way high on mm-hmm. yeah, on attention, care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think we're doing mm-hmm. I think we're doing the right stuff. Or you're helping, yeah. Eric, you're um, helping us do the right stuff. I mean, that's what I'm here for, really. Thank you. <laughs> Happy <Wow>. holidays, guys. <laughs> yeah, do we have any other year-end reflections? I hadn't even considered that this is our final dungeon of 2022. <laughs> <laughs> I've been uh, thinking about it, clearly. Uh, Seth, mm-hmm. what are you drinking? Oh, that... Uh, it's a it's a cocktail called a Toronto. Ooh, <laughs> it just has like like nice public architecture and like yeah. I'm drinking it in honor of Dan Aykroyd being Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> Fliss, a fliss. Um, no, it's good. It, it's a uh, it's got whiskey and it's got fernet. What is that? What's fernet? Like an uh, an amaro. Mm. <laughs> like a a bitter. Oof. Um. So, yeah, it's uh, we watched. Um, I guess I should say what yes. the movies are. We wa- we watched yeah. um, 1991's uh, Nothing But Trouble, the only film Dan Aykroyd ever directed. I believe. You're welcome. Um, we watched Clint Eastwood's 1997 film Absolute Power. Ah. And we watched Tom Anderson's 2003 documentary Los Angeles Plays Itself. Which I guess is the only good movie we watched this week. <laughs> <laughs> so you you like that? Oh man, I loved <laughs> Los Angeles plays itself so much. Yeah, you know why? Well, I, I I was thinking about it and I wanted to watch it because it was. Do you remember? Yeah, you've been bringing it up. Yeah, like uh, whatever it was when I like uh, had a had a. Uh, hernia surgery and then came home <laughs> and recorded the dungeon the night yeah. bu- the night that i recovered and the night before um i think i i think i had to like stay up and couldn't eat anything so mm. i just watched los angeles plays itself like three times wow in a row. whoa um so get and, so it's getting into that yeah it's get, you're it's not a drone thing but like what is it there is some kind of uh ambient well, there's an ambient thing it, that ha- that's happening you mean like his voice yes the the voice it's not just that you it's know, three hours long he sounds like that guy remember those motel six commercials Ooh. yeah he, he, he'll leave the light on he, for tom, tom bodette yeah, leave the light on he, for us yeah it sounded yeah. like him what do you think about the conceit of him being butthurt about the representation of la in order to talk about film like, i know i think it's a really no, good that he conceit, owns it he decided yeah. to own that so well and to yeah to to drill into that i wanted i want that so bad with like Mer- chattanooga films i was just gonna I say want like chattanooga you, you film would... in film so bad yeah um, just to get to yeah to get to like 
but it seemed like the, the, the most beautifully edited parts seemed oh, seemed yeah. to show me the map of the city like in certain ways and like it was an incredible a, a like multivalent map that he it's, built it's wild like the things the locations that um that like you're unaware of like blissfully unaware of maybe mm-hmm. and then that become like real to you when you see it like played out this way yeah. like i i just <laughs> yesterday i watched um a movie from 1995 called murder in the first um that actually brad duraf is in mm. but it mostly f- it features christian slater and kevin bacon but um there's a scene where christian slater runs through that building that he like you know that building that is um that looks like um that's got like the glass ceiling and it's like an office mm-hmm. building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, that it, like there was a scene in there and I was just like oh, it's like it's like even more than he shows you in the documentary. Yeah, yeah it's it like, is. These buildings, like these places around LA are just like part of all of our lives mm-hmm. in this way that goes like psychic, totally unexamined. Yeah, like psychic like, LA. Yes. In all of us. Mm-hmm. But again, like it's a place mm-hmm. I've never been. I know I told you that before. Like I want to go so bad. Maybe it's important that we that I don't go. It's like the first thing we ever talked about on this podcast, right? Yeah, I, I know like how I like LA and you, yeah, you no, I want to go. So we, I can, we have to go. We have to go together. Yeah, we'll 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 take you on a on a trip. Oh, to LA. that would be we'll, fun. We'll we'll, yeah. we'll show you our our town. I've, I've, been, <laughs> I've been I've been there twice. Yeah, I've been there twice also. <laughs> bring the bring the pugs in the in the plane. We'll go take them around. I do feel uh, like for a place I've been twice, I think about it fucking constantly. Like it's so interesting. Yeah. So, but I mean, you I know, mean, there's. There's really cool places. In and in LA. my in my mm-hmm. memory, it was so weird that I thought that uh, Nothing But Trouble was an L.A. movie. And I was I couldn't wait to connect all these movies. Mm. But then I realized that it had nothing to do necessarily with that, of course. But um, Nothing But Trouble is a Pennsylvania movie. <laughs> so, I mean, I, yeah, I was like Jersey oh, into Pennsylvania. Or they were going well, to Atlantic like, City where yeah, I didn't know where I couldn't remember. It, in Pennsylvania, there are all these like towns. What's that town like Centralia or something? Yeah, that's There's, on like, fire. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. There's like this is like yeah. a real thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the. I mean, I love the underpinnings of the thing. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I love that. I love that. The dungeon shit. of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> it is like, I mean, this is dungeon obvious, but it's so Texas Chainsaw. You know, mm, like. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. In turn, oh, like, I was just like, oh, how did I, I miss yeah, this? No, I've, was, I've seen this a hundred and wait a minute, times. didn't I text you guys? No, this? I didn't I feel think like I texted I wasn't you. Even yeah, you did. You it. did. Seth, were you just you were waiting for the spinning the whole movie? You didn't. Get, you didn't get the spinning. I didn't so get you gave the spinning. It, you took a half star off uh, on your rating. I took a lot more than that. Off. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. isn't a three point uh, five. Um, no, it's what? really it. It kind of like equally was. It like equally terrified me to text yes. Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. Yeah. I love that shit. When when I was a kid, it just, I, I the hot dogs alone, the hot dog scene alone, Ugh. fucked with me so Ugh. bad. And his penis nose, fucked with me so bad. Yeah, that, yeah. that nose yeah. is terrible. But uh, Dan Aykroyd, the king. The of only comedy. thing worse than that nose is when the nose comes off. Oh. Yeah. So the kids were watching with me. They loved that shit. They loved all of this. Really they were eating it up. The glory hole scene. They loved that so much. <laughs> I mean, he's Chevy's in the. That's the connection. With all the movies, so there's a 
There's Gloria in Absolute Power, uh-huh. a beautiful character. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then at once there's one scene in uh LA plays itself that is like there's a there's a there's a literally a neon sign that says Gloria. And I wish I had taken a picture, gone wow. back and taken a picture of it, but it's in one of the movies that he references. And then you got the glory hole in uh yeah. in Nothing But Trouble. And he does stay there for quite a while. It's a beautiful it's one of my fa- glor- one of my favorite. The Gloria well, it's hole. one of the greatest scenes in film. You mean wait, when you say the glory hole, you mean the part where he's like down sit, in the bones like, slide. Bones? Yeah, he slides yeah, down the into the bones. <laughs> he slides down. There's so many bone scenes, but yeah, this is the one of the early bones. It's scenes. unbelievable how many bones there are in this movie. <laughs> Strewn with bones. It's really good. It's still it wait, holds up the, really well. It's a beautiful what's movie. the machine called? The bone grinder? No, not the bone grinder. The bone stripper. What's... The bone stripper. The bone stripper. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I wrote <laughs> Ackroyd has such beautiful touches in this thing. And then he just totally like <laughs> punches it through a wall and a happy other happy other side. Uh, bring bring, <laughs> bring that girl out to the greater tie greater teen. <laughs> and I was like, what is a greater teen? Oh, but it's a gill. Uh, then I realized it's a guillotine that he made out of graders oh, at a great out of like three graders. It says it's a it's a greater guillotine. guillotine. Wow! But anyway, so yeah, that that's an acroid. Why would why would you have a career? <laughs> why would this be the only movie? Full you stop. Ever- why like, not <laughs> keep going? Why couldn't they let him keep going? How is this the only movie he's ever directed? It's like more inexplicable than Charles. Lawton he stopped himself only directing he, Night of No. Monster. He held. He's holding himself. Uh, <laughs> No, it's not because this movie lost a shitload. Nothing but trouble lost a shitload oh, of money. Sure yeah, I think yeah. maybe just no one ever let him direct a movie again. Wait, so yeah. where is- well, I wonder if it's just difficult to work with in that role too, and just like kind of didn't. Yeah, wasn't is this after the National yeah. Lampoon stuff? Is this uh, right after European Vacation you- or whatever? Like, I didn't know if Chevy Chase was like oh. on the on the way down right here. And Chevy Chevy hmm. probably shits the shits the vehicle. I, forg- I forgot that he's in this movie. Yeah, like, I, he's we like talking, barely in this movie. But I was I, in my memory. What? I watched it because I, as a kid, I was like, "Oh, uh, National Lampoons," and but no, I, not because of that. My dad showed me this movie and he thought it was hysterically funny. But yeah, I you think know, there's some that, kind of at this soft spot for him. Well. Uh, yeah, no, but at this point, you're right. I hadn't thought about this, but this is kind of the end of the Chevy Chase thing. And you can like, feel, it's just like dialing it. Like he's like the biggest star in the world for like. But I like seeing him getting thrown into down a slide of bones and a roller coaster yeah. of bones. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, it's just an incredible. Movie. I mean, listen, you're not going to hear me quibble yeah, with a no, roller coaster movie. of bones. I'm sitting watching it like. Uh, East like, like Clint is watching is watching the president uh, <laughs> through the vault. Yeah, through the vault from in like a dark corner. Like yes. we we and really should on. like you really should be like instead of like a balcony, Glasses there should down. be like a like a Clint Eastwood like like sort of shadowy spot in the yeah. in the side ooh, that you can ooh, just like kind of peep ooh, into ooh, a film. So yeah, it's like what do you watch with that kind of Ooh. Uh, what do you like to question. watch with that kind? He is so fucking hot. I mean, it's not even hot. It's like he makes me 
that's such a weird thing. Yeah, he makes me want to watch something like that. Like that's so interesting. That's so weird. He was a good watcher. Wait, so you're saying that the experience of watching he is Clint not watch. he is not is there is there is he attractive in that scene? Like he's old in the scene, but he's like yes, but he's uh like hardened. He's dead hot, yeah, but he's hardened. Oh, he's hardened. In his, right. Yeah, age. In his penis. In his penis. <laughs> I'm just going to st- like, so there's a diff- eliminate any metaphor here. <laughs> so, but I mean, that's what it feels like. That's what it, that's, it's true. It totally does. Yeah. But it, oh, I mean, <laughs> I'm watching, I'm watching Chevy hold the bone right now in the slide. I mean, it's like right in the background. I'm watching. Every watch. Oh man. Uh, Woo! Chevy holds the bone. Mm. Um wait, holding episode. bones. Holding bones in uh bones. Mm-hmm. How about bones as a connect as a connecting mm-hmm. thing with all these movies? Okay. He's got Say bones more. with LA. He's got bones about bones to pick. About how oh, bones to pick. Yeah, bones to pick. And pick bones. What about absolute power? You just Scott boning. Glenn has bones. Bone Hackman, Hackman, w- wanting to bone. Hackman is mm. so powerful in that in in absolute power. I wouldn't mm. call him powerful. I, I <laughs> he's he oh, leaves an impression. Not handing unhanding it, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not handing it to him. I mean, I if I was. I mean, I don't know. I guess I just don't know where you draw that performance from like i can't even perform that hackman was into taking on these like really sleazy like have you have you guys ever seen the firm he's like no in the firm i've never seen in the firm he's just like outrageously sleazy it's 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 beautiful Mm. well also dennis hopper looks really sleazy in that nails movie that they referenced in uh yeah, LA plays itself, yeah. and I've never seen that movie. And I was thinking about—I've been thinking about Dennis Hopper this whole week, and like, how do you play sleazy the right way? How do you mm. portray this like, thing? Like Frank and Blue like Velvet, like Clint does like, from the Vault, but Hackman may not be doing from the other. That's what—that's what's interesting. Who's who's doing sleaze better in that in that cross mirror scene? It's like uh, mm. it's like Hackman through the mirror. Oh, you hiding in his own dick? What are you saying? That's what we call Clint Eastwood's dick. Hiding in his own dick. The firm. The firm. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, hiding in your own dick is. Like... <laughs> oh, that's actually an incredibly dungeon. <laughs> That's literally the 20th century of film. Is I can't is. believe they're only now <laughs> arriving here. Yeah. Oh my so god. I feel very seen by hiding in my own dick. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me. I realized like I always I was thinking about it, like there's always a time when I like crack over halfway laughing like at whatever y'all are saying. But every next day I try to remember like what was it that just like bent me over laughing. And I can never remember like what this was. Well, you know, we is. do keep a record of yeah. these. We don't we don't actually release the audio, but we released a full a full transcript of each one. 
if there's a way to get if there's a service for that i would i might re- i would read them i think i would love yeah, dude, it's it. called, the, love it's called the dungeon uh, <laughs> oh man but now um, we we once a year we release the transcript on cd-rom so now that's what i'm discs. talking about that's what, I, what do you guys what do you guys think though about me making you watch absolute power <laughs> I loved it. I really, I started yeah. to like. I didn't really like the movie, but I liked the the like just seeing those actors. Yeah, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. as a movie. I I realized that's I basically up, how I felt about it. I woke up at like four in the morning the other night, and I think I maybe texted y'all in the morning. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, I woke up and I missed Scott Glenn's yeah. face. Yeah, that's how. Well, that's how you got. Yeah, you got infected. Infected <laughs> with Glenn. It really is like my proximity to Seth Landman, like yeah. it, it, it like multiplies. It's a tentacle. My feeling, my feelings that I have about Scott. It's a Glenn tentacle. But this, po- but this podcast is like training me to look for things that are like to look for like rewatchability in amazing. movies. Like you see, you see how I have. Like, this, you te- yeah, just keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Like I just, I'm being like trained to search for things. That, that are hilarious to keep coming back to, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, yeah. um, like whatever, like whatever we've discovered in like in heat or in no country for old men or in rampage, like I'm just like out here looking for it yeah. in other yeah. places, oh, you know, that. I'm like, I'm spelunking down in the caves. Oh. Yeah. That like, that's so and, funny. You said that. And for me, for me, that search is like, it's like, I'm like looking through the nineties. I'm like, I'm just trying to like digging. scour the, the 90s. Crate digging. I was just di- yeah. This is the, yeah. the digging part mm-hmm. is fun. Wow. Yeah. I never it's, thought about digging in the in the dungeon as a kind of connection. Yeah. But yeah, just digging for those moments. Well, I love prison movies and, and prison Ooh. movies are often digging in, in the dungeon. Well, we should so do to some But it's sort movies. of like it's more like you're just carving the dungeon without trying yeah. to get out. Like as you're, you're digging, a... you're carving <laughs> a, a, a downward whittling. It's like you're carving a self-portrait in the wall of your prison yeah. cell rather than trying to get out. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. If it That's could be right. if it could be good enough, you could leave then. No. If the if the portrait were convincing enough. You just stay. Like you just stay portrait. and you 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 look uh you hide in your own house. I mean mm. that's mm. essential. Uh, facing the reality of the dungeon is um is is the dungeon's reward. Hiding in your own house is so tame compared to hiding in your own. <laughs> but it's we like needed one to get to the own, other. Like, we have pathetic. a t-shirt now that I think is gonna. I mean, we've been working on this. I can. Yeah. I'll, I'll get to. <laughs> I mean, y'all have permeated me so hard. It's just like walking around. Yeah, carrying this. It's like a juke. It's like a. It's like a boombox of dungeon that I yeah. gotta carry around on my shoulder. Well, when I watched LA plays itself this time, I was thinking how how dungeon oriented it is as a mm, project. Yeah, yes. like it's like to show if yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. if we were using the dungeon to like for, for a graduate school or something. I was yeah, wondering, yeah. like, did he was yeah. this just? It's just a. 
thesis played it. You know, it's like, so was it like, an, is it something he's been working on forever? Was it something he just like did off the cuff? And he was like, I'm just going to look at the LA movies and put, put it together. Like, I don't know how long it took him to put it together. And I didn't look it up because I'm lazy. But I mean, it's, I love the attention that it is like, where it's like, you know, you see like between 10 and 15 seconds of a lot of movies yeah. with mostly with the sound off with, yeah. you know, like and him kind of talking over them and like, you're just like looking at a gas station that's been in 10 yeah. movies or you're looking at like, and then I love you know, when he would let it, he lets it go for, I mean, never mm-hmm. too, too long. Yeah. And it always, it's just a beautiful it's, and it's sometimes just a totally banal ending, but it's just like mm-hmm. these beautiful moments, just these beautiful moments captured. And it just like pastes together this multidimensional thing. But sometimes those beautiful moments are like, it's like the taking these moments out of context makes them more beautiful. Like he's taking moments from, Mm. in many cases from like movies that are like kind of detritus. Yes. Like Mm -hmm. I think it's important. um, And and like he gets to talk over the detritus, but like you said, just showing you like, a geographical detail or something that threads in this like Sebaldian way, you know, mm-hmm, through, mm-hmm. through like a whole city's cinema. Yeah. And like I said, it's just like, it's a luxury to have this many films, even if they're shitty to, yep. to show. Especially if they're shitty. Just amazing. Yeah. Details that's that's where I'm, that's where I'm landing here recently is that like, it's the shitty ones that have something to say to me. Well, they they have uh, dungeons that are like well, e- either undiscovered yeah, or yeah. they're like there's a lot of implicit dungeons. And are you and, saying so shitty is like just uh, not just lesser seen? Because I mean, some of these I shitty mean, like, things movies... you think are ama- are beautiful and amazing. But even the movies that I like come away with come away from feeling like, well, that was a <laughs> garbage movie like i I, ultimately lately i feel like they mean far more to me than yeah i love than the good ones i love that yeah like it's like they belong to me in a certain way or like or this is is exactly how i feel about so many albums yeah no yeah yeah so many other things but yeah you were uh, so interesting like before yeah in like a much earlier stage of my life like it was about yeah, it was still about like digging to find that weird movie. No, nothing but trouble when mm-hmm. I was younger was kind of I felt like that thing that mm-hmm. I kind of but dad because dad showed it to me and I thought it was hysterical in a couple scenes. And also I also realized that <clears throat> this was probably like importantly a DVD movie for me because you it was because mm. of the chapters you could just skip ahead through all of the bullshit or all of the stuff that's not that great mm. and just like get to Valkenheiser or you know whatever. <laughs> Uh, Valkenvania, yeah, Valkenvania, and the and the Reeve doing his thing, oh, and <laughs> to skip Reeve. ahead to Demi and watch the scenes that I wanted to watch. So it was like this was probably a crucial DVD for me because you could probably skip through, like you say, like if it's a shitty movie, but you could still get to those. Po- like there were so many, like mm. Farley movies or whatever, where you could or Sandler movies where you could just kind of you just skip to the few really hysterical. Uh, Jim Carrey I moments. Never, I never was like this. Oh. Well, I know that I did this. 
But I know that there. I no, know that I know. there are movies. I think it's that, a good way to be. And I know that there are movies that I just like started, like Wonka. I've got to start from the beginning every time. We, we watched it in Miami with the kids, and it's like it stops them. There are certain things. Nothing but trouble stopped yeah. the kids because it's so absurd. Like Bobo and Little Double alone. Oh man, Little Double like, stunned my kids, and I remember like feeling that way. And I got to watch. I get to like show that to the kids. It was it was kind of fun. That's so uh, good. But they were when you say stop, you mean like their attention is so monopolized. They are so, but they're they're so they just bounce it. Bounce, you know, their attention bounces from. But if it, if something catches, yep. it really caught them, and they're just unpredictable and the, whatever else. And in the mm. same way that I think it was just weird to me, the certain scenes and how weird like mm-hmm. the the Reeve is just like the hot dogs. I, I think that's when they started watching it with the hot dogs, and it just like. So it's like that, that was that we could skip like we the, in their thing like they mm-hmm, just kind of mm-hmm. come in in medius reeves and uh <laughs> <laughs> why is he called the reeve? I was trying to figure out the reeve is it not it's not reverend cuz he's the what else does he call him? not the uh the judge not just the judge he calls him some wild uh, nelson calls him some wild thing and candy yeah uh John Candy is. Oh, it's a word. Reeve. It's from it's England uh, in Anglo-Saxon England. The Reeve was a senior official with local responsibilities under the crown. Local. You were talking about local government. Yeah. Of a town or district after the Norman conquest. It was an office held by a man of lower rank appointed as a manager of a manor and overseer of the peasants. Oh, so Cohen brother. So Cohen. Cohen. Cohen name, man, it's amazing. But no, it's still so it's still yeah. so good. And then Digital Underground too. Tupac, I mean, just like walking walking through the movie. It was fucking wild to me seeing Tupac, Tupac just show fucking up. walking through the movie, just just starring in, featuring in the movie in fucking nineteen ninety one. Yeah, I yeah. love it. You really love to amazing. see it. Um, so no, wait, did you, see, you? But you both have seen this before. Yeah, I have. I have. Oh. No. Eric, wait, did you oh, like wow. it at all? Is it a... <laughs> I I like it. I was <laughs> Yeah. So <laughs> yes. I was telling I was telling Andrea that it has a sort of garbage pail kids mm-hmm. aesthetic Ooh, to oh, it. Yeah. That I ha I have more space for in my life than I did in, in, in an earlier time. So mm-hmm. I think that this is the prime time for me to drink in what I'm going to take from nothing but trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I know it does. It, puts the, it just puts the right lens slurp on. It up. Yeah. Put that slurping did, lens on. We'll get to really. I did. I did kind of slurp it up in some ways. Like, you know, it's fun, but yeah, like, like I said, like, I think that Chevy, I would, he would have been the reason that people went to, I, I, right. Yeah. He would have been the reason to go to so. this movie. But I and think that was a miscalculation, which is part of why which is the what movie I, failed. And I, but I love the fact that everyone, every single thing in the movie upstages him, and yeah, is yeah, just is is kind of more exciting to watch. Like I was thinking about the fact, like, okay, so nothing but trouble is ninety one, and ghost. What year is ghost? <laughs> Ghost is nineteen ninety. Oh, it's it's her net. It's Demi Moore's oh next film. Oh my god! Nothing, 
See, this is why because I, I know I was also obsessed. Oh, she went from ghost to nothing but trouble. To me more. So, like, what the fuck? This is also why. Can, like, she she must have like agreed to do this before. Like, I can't fucking fathom. Well, look, like, you're like, okay, you're like, okay, I'm I'm starring in a movie with with Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase. I'm broadening my appeal to whoever was the fucking target market for this. Um, <laughs> so like, like the SNL. Oh, Fan. And then in 1992, she makes a few good men. She's like back on track. Wow. No, this is on track. Demi is fine yeah. in this. Okay, so you're handing it to Demi for cheating. I'll hand it this. to Demi. Yeah, for getting through this. For making for yeah, skating through this mm, thing. Mm, and mm. it's like a it's a um, this is a gauntlet. It's, it's an ordeal. This is an ordeal. <laughs> this is a sinking ship. How are you gonna? You learn something yeah. from this. Yeah. yeah, some yeah. of them, a lot of them stay afloat. And Ackroyd is just in a fucking, he is sailing on some level that I can't even, can't even. This is like the, I do the lo- Ken Burns Vietnam documentary, like the sort of <laughs> 10 part document. You're just, you're just watching shit fall apart for reasons that didn't have to go that way. I yeah, think. Yeah. <laughs> what about. The person I would hand it to in Nothing But Trouble, the character I would hand it to is um, John, John Candy's cop character. Ooh. Who, like, escapes Not Eldona, to, um, but Nelson. Very specifically not Eldona. <laughs> <laughs> Eldona. Um, that was my favorite. Uh, the, uh, the band song, actually, was the one they wrote about Eldona. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was good. That was good. Um, so you handed it to Nelson. That's I would handle it. Ha- yeah, handle I would it. handle it. You'd handle it. <laughs> you would handle it before you hand it over. Handle candies. <laughs> oh man, I'm just handling candy. Handling candy. I, I have to Dude. say, I I find Clint Eastwood uh-huh. not very charismatic. No, again, like upstage, upstage by probably everybody in the film. Like I feel yeah. like allows himself he's to sort be. of some like Chevy's just out yes. stage like, but this well, is the, the beautiful like this is, the, is the... the difference. <laughs> Clint Eastwood is directing, yeah, like but, um, that movie and like what is that and and is I would assume is intentionally allowing himself to be like the mm-hmm. to kind of be more in the yeah. background, or yeah. something. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. Maybe. It's like the Tsim Tsum. You got to back. You got to. It's like God backing out. You have to create the space, like I like I always say. Yes, basketball and God are very similar. Um, you know, I'm I'm sort of interested in Clint Eastwood's like. Um, I was reading about this movie that it like came Dick? in like a month ahead of schedule and like four million dollars under budget or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah and yeah. I just love the idea of him just like. Yeah, you were handing it to him this for this. I think I am. I think I am. Like the, you know, I like we we have talked a lot about like a few Michael Mann movies on this podcast. Like mm-hmm. we do, mm. we we have mm-hmm. nothing against mm-hmm. a kind of exacting yeah. uh, director, like uh, like almost auteur presence in a yeah. movie. But I sort of it is like there's something appealing about like I watched Absolute Power for the second time like of the week, mm. and. I was thinking, you know, the scene where Ed Harris is in Laura Linney's apartment, and he Seth, keeps saying, "Where like, Seth is?" 
Yeah, yeah, Seth. Where he keeps saying, saying I live it, alone. I live alone. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So like oh, over I was over. thinking about that scene and how like that there's it's pretty good acting, I think, by the two of them. Like the movie's not really doing anything very yeah, interesting, but yeah, like yeah. Okay. their performances are pretty good. Um and just like I'm just like I I think I'm handing it to Clint for just like letting everyone cook. Like yeah. getting for, out of the way. I love yeah, that. Getting does, out of it's, the way. Yeah. It's such an ensemble cast, though, that I feel like every time I look into a crowd, I'm going to see like fucking Howie Mandel or something, you know, like yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. see like, <laughs> like everything is popular. Like, I mean, yeah. that was the fun part for me is like just watching. I was like, we, we get Ed Harris. Like I was. I know. I know. I, yeah. Like, Clint I really jerking off in a in a closet as hard as he possibly <laughs> yeah. can. This dude. Did you hear that? I mean, there there are stories. <laughs> There's they talk. What about, do you mean? Hey. That scene, dude. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, talk about heat. Wait, what? There, I mean, when he's watching it from the vault. What do you mean? There are stories. I are these? Are you telling stories in your own dungeon about? Let's Clint give him. Let's call. Let's phone him in. Let's call Clint right now and ask him whether he was jerking off really hard in the vault. Like, really hard. <laughs> It seems not just not just where you jerking. No, I wrote down. Vault, I wanted to know. I wrote in my notes how how hard is he jerking off? You want to know hiding like, in the mirror? Pressure, how much jerking off? Specific going on. numbers. Yeah. Pressure. PSI. Yeah. You just see the bottom of mm. Clint's eyelids. That's it. You just can't. <laughs> but there's so that scene is so long. It's an incredibly long scene. What do you yes. think about it? like it's probably like a, it feels like it's ten minutes. It's over ten minutes. Also, he's running through those woods for like a half hour. How much? Yeah, yeah. just is that the, that's the stepping back too. Is the I letting like it take, letting run. it cook, like you said, is the step stepping mm-hmm. back and letting it cook. Very important. Mm-hmm. Very important. Yeah, I like watching him run too, Beth. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. Is he running? You- he's running away or towards? Can I ask a couple of logistical questions about the scene where they push Laurel in his car over the cliff? <laughs> um, one question I have is like, why does this park not have a driveway? You are obsessed like, with this shit, with this civic, this civic <laughs> engineering. Uh, is that what it's this called? This is like a park with like hiking it's trails. It's not necessarily and shit. a park. Yeah. It's, a, it's a. There are hiking trails wait. along the ocean. The, wait. Like, where is this? Gravel hiking the trails. California? No, yeah. it's D.C. No, like, yeah, Maryland. It feel, yeah, it feels very California. It feels very Highway 1. Let it just, let it, well, let it fall so off. So then, but then, and then every time you come to, the, we come to this park, there's like a few cars there. They're not, like, they just like drive their truck into her car and push it over a cliff. And then she's okay. And she's. No one, no one's around. No one sees this happen. Mm-hmm. I, she didn't even get it was hurt quiet. By the that park was quiet. That park is quiet. <laughs> and actually, there's no representation and then, and in then, DC. And then these two men know uh, what's Clint Eastwood's character's name? Luther. They know Luther <laughs> by by like sight, and they they make eye contact with him, and they just like don't bot. Like, shouldn't they be trying to kill him too? I I just. I totally don't fucking understand what's is going Clint on. Is Clint Eastwood scene. a good? I've never. I've always because he gets all this amazing. Like, well, I, he's a good director, he? but he's maybe not a great director. Okay, to answer your all right, question, I like that. 
like that answer. He's made some really good movies. Like he made Unforgiven. He made. Ooh, wait, know. did we do Unforgiven? I don't think we have. Mm-mm. Nice. We should do that. Yeah, yeah where no, he's the he's... old. Yeah, he's the old. Cowpoke. But I, I would also like, I mean, I guess if you had like Stanley Tucci in this role Ooh. instead of Clint Eastwood. <clears throat> yeah. Like, mm-hmm. tell me. He would have such an intensity watching, mm. I think. Like, um, yeah. I feel like his eyes would be more alive. No, Ooh. there's a humor Ooh. to Eastwood's thing. Like, that. I mean, it's like in his age, I think he's almost embracing this, like, you can't replicate. He's a little bit of a stranger to the craft, honestly. Yeah, hiding, yeah, hiding in his own little... dick quite a bit in this well, movie. Well, he's, he's, like... co- he's coming in Hoskins, I would say, a little bit. <laughs> He's oh, man. Hoskins to himself, oh. to his own dick. Oh man! I I, I listened to some early dungeon episodes where it was just YouTube, and it was like so like you all like methodically thinking through ideas. And I know. Stuff. I like don't even try to like have a fucking idea anymore. Just like, Did you have, try to have an idea? There was one yeah. time I did. I had read these couple ideas written down, and I, re- I remember reading you one, have ideas. Reading one out you, to you, you said like it was just you and me, and and like you laughed hysterically, and I was like, "This is the shit." I was like, "I could, I could fucking like plan. I could make this happen." Just like every time. No, we can't. I can't at all. But wait, you mean it was good? Yeah, it was good. I think it was. The- oh. It was Galaxy <laughs> Quest. It was the Wait, Galaxy Quest. Why do we do that? <laughs> it was the ga- Let's go back to the Galaxy Quest episode. I haven't listened. To I've never listened to it. <laughs> we've done. We've done that movie twice. Holy shit! Because <laughs> it was part of our Mammoth's Perfect Movies. Episode. Oh yeah! Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Mammoth's Perfect. We should just redo all of Mammoth's. Perfect. We Can we redo? Can we redo all of Mammoth's Perfect Movies? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I have not listened to that at all. I want to just rewatch them. Should we do a live, um, like All four a, of them. A, a no, um, just of Dodsworth? Oh, please! Uh, a live Dodsworth would be live good. Dodsworth. Or a, li- a live, Dodsworth uh, live. Pla- place in the sun would be Dodsworth so live. Would be <laughs> Dodsworth live at the Acropolis. also t-shirts. We're gonna make t-shirts, y'all. Listener, um, how many listeners? We might have more than five, six. See? Yeah, I think we have. I'm gonna make these. I'm making them and mailing them. Seven or eight. It's not about the money. We're I'm sending these out. (laughs) We're sending these out to free with a pug. With a pug. I want to stop you you right there and just say we do appreciate the Patreon. But is this the month of giving? Is this our month of giving? (laughs) This is is the season, and we should thank our sponsor, uh, Sleep Ovation Mattresses. Yeah, yeah. Seven hundred tiny pugs. 700 tiny tiny pugs beneath you. They're all fucked up on shrooms. Vibrating on shrooms. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, I've watched a couple of the movies in uh, Los Angeles Plays Itself. Yeah, I love that. You confused me. I watched To Live and Die in in LA. LA, and, And I watched Out of Bounds. Have you all ever no, seen? No, neither one. I've not. I've not seen. It's Anthony the, Anthony it's Michael the, Hall is an action hero. Amazing. Ah, uh, and it's the woman from um, Bless His Heart near dark, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's really, it's really um, 
worth seeing in a like it's i don't like know that, that it's okay. good but i definitely like it's it's good for like um hmm. <laughs> for the music and for have you like for anthony michael hall just like mm. I mean, I'm just f- like for, for Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, yeah he's, he's really well. He's figuring. Have some you seen when uh, L.A. Michael Hall? Oh, you know why? What, what I remembered in this is that like in there's I think it's Out of Bounds or maybe it's um To Live and Die in L.A. But they talk about swinging dicks at some oh, point. Oh yes. Uh, See and uh, like Hiding as as an swing. idea. <laughs> And like it's it's just dialogue. Like I think it's maybe like some cops and they're like, uh, I don't know. I don't think they're swinging dicks or whatever. Like it, uh, yeah. it's such referencing. a like uh, well, referencing they're the listen, they're listeners. Anton These are you're saying. But you know, you're saying there's. Well, no, but you know what's true is that when you find these like repeated things in movies, like the filmmakers are aware. They They're watch each other's films, yeah, you know? Exactly. Like, like that like I feel like this that's such a, a Coen Brothers move a, to like I guarantee you the Coen Brothers have seen Out of Bounds and got the They've inspected they've inspected that vagina before. They have seen that that vagina has been inspected by that. <laughs> okay, is it finally time for I us can't to believe talk we, about... I almost forgot to bring him up. To draw him up, the, draw him out. Do we get oh, a forgot. do we get a name draw from him? him? Yeah, what is he in the of, credits of the, of the character? Yes, what is he? In wait, the and we still haven't talked about the fact that. Oh wait, that was a different movie I watched. But there's a character in a movie I watched <laughs> called The Wire Man. Oh shit! But, oh yeah, you didn't tell. Um, wait, did you tell wait. me this? <clears throat> yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. But you, you guys don't read all my text uh, messages. There was a it's lot. Okay. I, sometimes I. I know. I know. Um, okay, so hold on. In absolute power. The medical examiner. Where is the task list here? It doesn't Where seem like he's. A, it's a full medical exam that he's yeah, performed. It's true, but he is the medical examiner. Medical examiner. Sorry, I should have had this pulled up. <clears throat> I would do old, an episode his, of just all movies with old that guy. His name. His name is Charles McDaniel, and um, he hasn't been in a lot of movies. Um, oh, I want to know one of the. Um, one of the other movies he's in is that he's Chunk's dad in the Goonies. <laughs> but but wait, I'm just looking at oh. uh, you know how, you know how on IMDb they have like quotes from the movies. <laughs> <laughs> so they've pulled. <laughs> there's one quote for Charles McDaniel, and it's the, that scene, that entire scene. <laughs> Do you want to do a dramatic uh, reading of it? Um, Wait, there's more. I no. forgot the rest of the scene. Just read up to. <laughs> he also <laughs> inspected her vagina. Excuse me. Uh, uh, wait, it's a long. <laughs> Char- <laughs> Charles McDaniel says, looks like he tried to strangle her. And then Ed Harris says, he strangled her. Then he went to the door to shoot her from behind. And then the medical examiner Ghost. pauses and says, <laughs> smacks his lips as inversely as you and passionately as you to some other dimension. He smacks his lips. And then he says, 
he he also inspected her vagina. That's a really dignified reading. Oh, Thank you. God. <laughs> you brought something to that. You brought you brought like a, a grace to that. Me. I'm broken. I'm dead. Oh. I'm fucking dead. Oh, oh man. But his Yeah. It's like some of it's some of the finest acting. <laughs> and again I've ever like seen. Said, it's like uh, <laughs> this Eastwood opening up the space. <laughs> How far? One, how far out? One take, Clint, I'm baby. One take. <laughs> I mean, how? Just yeah. I want to know more about like the Clintwood space. Clintwood, the Clintwood space of uh, <laughs> practice. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> oh Wait, man, we were talking about wood. We were talking about. Did we talk about Eastwood and wood and just wood earlier? You're talking about I don't firm. think so. The <laughs> there, there's just, just like hiding in your own dick. Yeah, Wood. we did talk about that. Y'all were at the firm. We had something mm-hmm. else. Boners. This is the this is the dungeon recap at 45 yeah. minutes. <laughs> we do yeah, we like to episode. instead of summarizing the movies, we okay. just like I like just... go through it like a timeline of what's happened in the episode so far. It was a long day. It was yesterday. <laughs> yesterday was tough. Just catching up. Just catching up to reality yeah. here. Um, and it's, oh. wait, what? We, there was something else we were going to talk about, though. We got sidetracked by the medical examiner. Oh, okay, sorry. No, no, no. Skeletal glory was, hole. Hold on, skeletal glory hole. <laughs> Female John Candy is always at the right place at the right time. Eldona, True. yeah, and you should be handing it to her for that. Ooh. Apologies to her. Yeah. Oh, I got one. Sh- shout in fact shouts to her. Yeah. Shouts oh, I got one. Candy. I found it. Okay. okay, all right. So there's a scene, amazing scene at the near the end where they I guess they're We're talking about nothing. Nothing but trouble. <laughs> of course we're talking about nothing but trouble. <laughs> where they come okay. come back to try to get the reeve and draw him out of the hole or smoke him out of his hole or whatever. And uh, <laughs> Chevy Chase takes a barrel of refined, heavily refined. He gets the purely refined gasoline. I love the under the, the underpinnings of the, you know, the working class underpinnings, of the whole thing, like where the, yes. the Reeve is just like on this, whatever. So the, but he takes the gas sea of, and then he takes his Italian coat. It has like an Italian label on it, and he shoves it yeah. in the barrel. And yeah, he, so the Italian coat is on fire in the barrel. It's this amazing brown Molotov cocktail. Hey, this is what I learned in Miami. Beep, beep, pop, pop, beep. You learned this? Is that beep, like just beep, blasting pop, out of every beep, radio? Beep, 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 beep. Um, sure. Yeah, Eric. You'd, you'd cut there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel, I feel like gonna, Eric maybe gonna, was going to say something. Then we go off the menu with. No, I'm joking. We can keep. We could. Letting me. I like I was, to let it. Let it. Let, like it, let, it, it, let it ride. I was thinking nothing but trouble. You know, when I said it was like garbage pail kids, maybe it was more 
brown mall, you know, yeah. like it's a, it's like screwball brown mall mm. or something, you know, or oh, it's yeah. like, well, the aesthetic of all the rich people shit at the beginning yeah. is almost like vague. It's like the brown mall version of rich people shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he is stomping on it going on. Like there's wait, something. Okay. Here's an, a- wait, here's an actually interesting question. When do the eighties end and the nineties begin? Oh, like 92 late, even maybe late for me. It was like, I, I just, for me, I mean, cause this movie is 91, but it's totally eighties, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, well, okay. That's maybe it's not that interesting. I can resolve that pretty quickly. (laughs) Is that a musical thing too? Like what is digital underground? Digital underground is threading the, threading the, the line well so it's there's this incredible. like liminal space between the decades where that's like just pure brown mall to me of music as well mm-hmm. right i mean like of yes, everything yes. it's just like life is just like brown tiles and life is brown like tiles. yeah life is just you're right nothing but brown tiles. but like in but me looking at it now it look they are beautiful brown tiles like in scan the mm-hmm, mall and scanners mm-hmm. is like this um it's not nostalgia in the yeah, like, but that it's like it's warm. It's that the warmest of nostalgia for me is the brown mall. Is like is all these the, all these dungeon things kind of pull out. Do you remember the like shift from nineteen eighty nine to nineteen ninety? Like, you know what I associate with that is like, um, suddenly the baseball cards. They <gasps> tried to make the baseball cards look like a little oh, like more what like a great association. They jazzed them yeah. up. <laughs> That's a great. They had like more like glossier. Yeah, yeah, glossier. Yeah, yeah. You're right. But I wonder what else. Well, it's always that thing. But then I guess catching up to it, like you said, like take. Well, I don't feel like anything, nothing like that happened in 2010, right? Like we didn't give a shit that it went from 2009 to After the millennium, you're just like, fuck it. We've been been fucking it for a pure generation at this point. Isn't that amazing? Fucking it for a generation. Just not giving a shit in this godforsaken country. Well, I mean, are things looking up? I don't know. We started in the middle of, of absolute pure insane shit on the podcast, at mm-hmm. least. But it still feels like still feels pretty insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it. I mean, but it's still nice to watch some some movies with you. Yeah, it felt more like for a while the judge uh, in nothing but trouble, oh yeah, like was the president, like mm-hmm. for you know, like that was that was mostly what it felt like. Where it's like, well, yeah, what Jeff Sessions was the like Secretary General, like I wasn't he like in some he was in some line to the presidency during Trump's uh, oh yeah tenure, and you're just like that that is. Vellhauser. He's the Reeve. He's the Reeve. The fucking Reeve was walking around slurping dogs. Sessions, slurping dogs. They're all slurping dogs. Those those dudes. I mean, just pure slurping dogs. I'll be your fill-in when you are blue so you can fool me some more. I know you'll hike it. Someday you'll pack. Then you'll be leaving my door oh, But I kind of like it Taking you back So you can fool me some more 
I only look for roses when in season. Ah, but you're the rose that comes and goes without a reason. I make my mind up, I'm just a fool. Someday I'll even the score. Only to wind up breaking the rules. So you can fool me some sorts of off the menu i i realized that like most of my thoughts tonight were very off the menu i love that i should start keeping like a, a, a little bit far afield i try to keep like little yeah. notes for the week but i should also keep uh-huh. like a little ledger like while yes. we're talking for some off the menu shit off the but menu I, don't, I, never do, I just can't stay organized enough in my life to do even to take well, even to take us? my anti-anxiety pill it's like i for how many times is it like you have this beautiful ritual of just not just like every morning just do this just do the things that you take care ah, i need one of those like little wheels but, yeah i t- i have i have one of those things that's am and pm mm. I, I take i take mine at 5 p.m mm. Ooh, late after yeah make sure i got some i mean it's just it's just ridiculous <laughs> like i it feels like so disorganized every day but like mm-hmm. you were saying it becomes like this 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 is where we get to put a little order in and a little taxonomy of some, of some weird shit. And not just the podcast, but it's like the ritual of texting you guys all week. Uh, I never Uh know. Like that's what's so interesting for the last year or two is kind of learning. Like whenever I think that I might be bothering somebody, it's probably not. It's probably not. I'm still not convinced. No, because at worst you can just ignore it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to know that you can just ignore me. I definitely like, uh, I like it when like major or not major, but like medium medical emergencies happen, like in the middle of a dungeon uh, week. Yeah. And like, so it's like, so, I'm, so I was like thinking like, I can't walk on either foot, <laughs> but I'm also thinking about like, you know, uh, heat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your wound, yeah. uh, like, and, your... and well, you know, that's what I thought. Like, it actually gave me like a template to think about, like, like tarp stuff, putting and, down like, the tarp, boiling the tools, and down your own tarp. It made it different. Like when I, because like immediately when I fell down those stairs, I like, was, I'm like, not going to a doctor. I've got this. I'm like, I'm like Llewellyning out here. <laughs> like, what do we? What do we have? Immediately, like I really your ankle just, just to go. Just it like. it actually changed my relationship to what a crisis is because I'm watching all these movies where like people get like shot like four times and they just like <laughs> it. Well, you know, I actually think that the more sort of um, harmful to my long term well being aspect of this that I'm absorbing as a message from these <laughs> movies is like, is it like? You know, like something like No Country for Old Men, where they really are showing you tarp stuff for a <laughs> yeah. long time. And 
like so like yeah, i remember I having shit about stuff anymore <laughs> i i Walking like street, i were like stuff. i don't give a shit i don't give a shit about it where I was pretty sure that I broke a toe on my left foot and like maybe broke my right ankle. And I was like, well, I'm not going to like bleed out. Like no one's coming to kill me. Like and take so, that like, cowboy just... boot off slow. <laughs> yeah. I just take, I took that cowboy boot off slow and ate some more green beans. You know, it was, it really informed my worldview about like crisis too, because all these movies that we're watching are so dunge. I just, and it's actually like really what's great is that like, you know, other friends who are like not part of the, the, the the world of the dungeon that I text pretty regularly, (laughs) like have started to pick up like that's so dunge or like, it's if like one of my dungeons is this like, because I realized that I'm sort of like, I'm like inoculating. (laughs) Like, Oh, this is good. No, I like, I, I love this. I will say this, my therapist, I tried to explain my, the dungeon to my therapist, that it's like become like a religious like <laughs> yeah, belief, yeah. belief system. How could you, wait, you, she has to have understood, right? Does she? She understood, but she was like, she's concerned. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. This is really, honestly, you like, oversold it. You're good. You're good. At, yeah. yeah. You're good. At, well, no, she was. She's like trying to get me to think more about like positivity and like the positive. Uh, we're finding also, that like, in, the, in all of this somehow. Well, like the other thing is like, okay, so the dungeon, like my ideas about the dungeon involve like thinking about blind spots and how like mm-hmm. there yeah. are things, there are like pieces of ourselves, ourselves that are unknowable to us. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she, she would agree with that assessment, mm-hmm. but she would also like, maybe encourage me to think about the fact that there also are some things that are knowable. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah, that's and like, like, maybe that's where that thing. So yeah. that's my thing that I know I've said to you before that I still am resentful about this anxi- anti-anxiety thing is that I thought that uh-huh. anxiety was such a guy, such a stimulus for me to, 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 to actually do something that it's, it was like, mm. it was literally like pants on fire and having to do something at that at that moment was it? It felt yes. I mean, I would just it would be it would well up. So you're not doing or regret or, or yeah, regret about something, uh, mm. whatever. And so I would make that phone call or do the thing and just I would bother yeah. somebody about something be, because it bothered me. You know, I would kind of pass that fire on. Yeah. And so now I eat some of that fire, and I don't know if I, I mean I I understand it, but it's also like the, I, I I worry that like I'm not gonna. It's not just that it was impulse, but it was that like these things would, it would spur me to do something, you know? And I, I, it's not that I don't, I don't think Mm -hmm. it's not that I don't, I think that I'm doing less or something, but I can't quite explain that part, but it it kind of reminded me of of that, what you said. hmm. It makes, that makes sense. I mean, I think that I used to like, I was thinking about this today about like how, at this point, I'm really um, like I feel pretty good most days, uh, and I don't mm-hmm. like I I don't I'm not like multitasking some kind of like you know I have to yeah, con- yeah, yeah. you know control my behavior or my diet or something in this really specific way or there's just these like terrible consequences like I can just kind of chill out and eat a weed cookie and like read a book and yeah. be fine yeah. mm-hmm. you know after yeah. like just decades of being in that space that you describe of like so that like i feel like that's the sort of anxiety space but also like the sort of chronic like low level kind of discomfort mm-hmm. stuff too and now that that's gone 
I had this like month and months and months of, of like my brain searching for that, like, mm-hmm. like rummaging in a dark room for this thing that it had been touching for decades, mm-hmm. you know? And like, now I'm sort of like feeling that go away. And so it's like interesting to like have one of the threads through like, uh, through my like, like major changes, like for the better in terms of my daily experience is like being like the dungeon too. So like, yeah. I like, I watched the, like Los Angeles plays itself like like the day before, like I would feel better in this way that I hadn't anticipated oh, feeling wow, better. So it's like, yeah. it becomes no, like, but a- it also like, it, it just like, like the dungeon like shows me uh, all kinds of things. Oh man. Uh, well, you, I wonder if the other thing about what Seth, like what you're describing about like anxiety making you do, like feeling like you might, you might need like some sort of impetus. Or I'm going to regret not doing it or whatever. You so know, like, like that, that, but, that, that, maybe, that it that's, that's the still anxiety. Though. That, yeah. That anxiety, that, anxiety tipped the scale for me in ways. Yeah. But, yeah. Hold, but so I guess I would, uh, I, uh, but all of these, like, um, these are all like temporary. Um, these ways of being are temporary. It's yeah. not like you've like you were in like a permanent no, way of exactly. being and now yes. you've no, settled like into shuttling. Yeah. So That's... you could you could think of like I've been trying to think about like um mm-hmm. things that are like somewhat numbing or like um like days where I just like don't do anything um and feel like a little bit of like a piece of shit about it, but also it's like a version you could think of it as healing. Like maybe mm-hmm. it's like it's just like self you need to kind of like take it easy for a while. Stepping like, back on yourself, hiding in your own dick. Hiding in your own dick. off in your own vault, watching yourself yeah. try to fuck the world. <laughs> Jerking off to the two way mirror inside of you. <laughs> <laughs> like a ta- a tagline to this to this podcast. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. I could not possibly beat that. Yeah, that's too. It's too pure. Don't. We're not going to be. Don't beat it. I'm talking Join about Clint. It. Clint. I'm talking about Clint beating it. <laughs> he might have. <laughs> I mean, I. Yeah. Well, if you step back enough, then you allow yourself that. Two way mirror. Step back far enough, yeah, you'll through that two way mirror. You'll, you'll stop in shade. Can we? We have. Yeah, that's true. Uh, stopping in shade is actually like I was thinking about that as a version of that same kind of healing. It's like the podcast allows like, me to stop in shade. That guy. That guy was healing. You know in what, shade. <laughs> well, you know, we, you know what we never talk about with that guy <laughs> is that that guy was running for his life. Yeah, yeah. And it is like, where he would have stopped. When Llewellyn looks and says, if you stopped, you stopped in shade, it's like, um, did he stop to die? Yeah, well, it's it? like that if you were going to stop to die, you would do it someplace comfortable. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, yeah. like, is that um, what he's saying? So he kind of well, knew no, I, before he got there. That he I think was he's dead? saying a lot of different things. I just think like when we, you know, we, we make fun of if you stopped, you stopped in shade a lot, but I think it's like, <laughs> no, it's sound. It's really it, yes, sound. Yeah. Yes. It's like a tracker's knowledge or a hunter's knowledge yeah. or like, well, or a veteran, you know, like yeah. he's, Cave lore. he's using all that to bear it. I don't, I don't know where Snake that knowledge lore. comes Snake from. Lore. Sorry. Not cave lore. <laughs> <laughs> cave lore. Uh, Wait. So I was thinking about today. Oh, so Ada was telling me today. I know we're, I know mm-hmm. we're pushing the limits of, time no, and no. space 
But where, it was explained to me that Hanukkah was something about the caves. And I was like, what the, what do you, what do you mean? So she was saying about that the Greeks, that the Maccabees were fighting the Greeks. And I don't know if she's telling the truth, if this is serious, if this is right. But <laughs> the Maccabees were a small, she, yeah, she said they were like a small people. And she goes, and she kept saying, like emphasizing that they were small. She goes, and they were small and like, she basically said they're like, they were small in stature too. Small I was like, yeah, light. they're Jews. You mean the Jews? <laughs> And so she's like, there were small people. And so she goes, and so they just were not, couldn't fight against the Greeks. And she goes, so they had to hide in caves and practice their Judaism. And I was like, well, yeah, there's crypto Jew. There was crypto Judaism. And it was like, in this, you know, the secret Judaism. And I was like, holy yeah. shit, this caves and Jews being like, being kind of like mm, intertwined. Mm-hmm. It's such a nicely done, beautiful mm-hmm. uh, holiday spirit uh for her hiding in your own religion yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i don't know how that can Mm. how that relates i don't know i don't know where you (laughs) want to play that i'm going to tap dancing music at the end of this thing but um, (laughs) so you have heard i mean i want to hear i always like can't remember how it goes and i'm like i want to hear it just i want to listen just for that is it, how well, fucked up end, is it? We're off the menu, so it's the it, now. How it's fucked like up the is it that I can't listen to it? I think there's something. I think it's something uh, pure about not being able to. listen Are you going to keep the Joe Cocker for this one? I, I told Maybe. you that so that at work that I'm kind of like the receptionist also, and so I'm, right, I'm right. the first. And I, I say that like I can't. So now there's voicemails on the phone for like the main line, and it's like oh, I can't even listen to the. I can't. There's something about voicemails. I've told. What mm-hmm. did I, did I already talked to you about the voicemails. It's just I I fucking kill. Have I talked about voicemail with you before? It fucking kills me. It's like what about balloons it? and voicemail? I cannot. I can't listen to either one of them. Voicemail like yourself like, or other people. It's the having missed the thing. It's the having to hear mm. in somebody's voice mm-hmm. that I that I missed them. Oh my god! You're. Are you, you gonna? Like... I mean, I can't. I it. it is this like you've it. failed? This has been for decades. I can't listen to voice. This is like when I was a kid. Wait, do you feel like the voicemail is, is like, like evidence a, of your? As a kid, you had to call the number. You had to call to have to call the voicemail phone number mm-hmm. and do all the dial through there. And I, I just it's it has bothered me for twenty years wow. of having wow. to hear a voicemail and like having missed the call. It so mm-hmm. bothers me. I mean, but like I love. I, I, it's not that I don't love voicemail. The it's one, the voicemail. Fault, yeah, man. no, I just like it's such a weird thing. It's probably like a yeah. It's like a divorce. I feel kid like I want to. I, I want to like Robin Williams and Goodwill Hunting you and just keep saying I was, it. It's I was, not your fault, man. Uh, yeah, I was just thinking how I want to come out and just like, just like crawl fault. into the dungeon with you and just mm. like rub those shoulders, Chief Brody. Uh, you know, yes. like you're so dude, tense, Chief imita- Brody. You're, yeah, Chief Brody, you are pretty tense. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's not your fault, Seth. Oh, thank you. Yeah. 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 It's really not. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. But I so understand how, like, brains put things together like that. Yeah. So I still can't listen, I can't listen to the diverse or... food uh, voicemails very well. And actually, I re- <laughs> So the upshot is... <laughs> Someone else needs to do that. that. that so then I thought, like, should that, I, shouldn't I tell my boss that, like, it just, like, bothers me to have to... And I can't explain that. 
the anxiety that listening to voicemail. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> yeah, I don't think you like, can talk your like way I've out. I've been telling that. you for fifteen years to go to see, talk to someone, to someone about something. I, I mean, it it is occurring to me to be like, well, maybe in addition to the meds, you might. No, want this consider. is my. Your, yeah, the dungeon has been the, like you said, the little addition. Don't put that on us. It's all. It's, <laughs> it's been put. It's been put. <laughs> <laughs> we are not licensed professionals on this podcast. Uh, I gotta say, I so I assumed. I mean, not to not to be too uh, like a uh, person, but you're not seeing somebody now. <laughs> I don't think I well, can. No, I talked to like, like I zoom I, with the psychiatrist who gives uh, Seth. You told me you're like, well, this, you yeah, just yeah. have to talk, talk to the psychiatrist to get you the meds. So, well, wait, no, but hold on. That's all I told you to so do. That, yeah. Yes, that doctor also said he also recommended therapy, but he, like as as a like as he recommends to everyone. But I I have always said that I think that it's for me like a couple's thing is well, I, if I were going to go into therapy, it would be like with okay. I think that's a good idea. If I were going oh, yeah. to do it, it, I'm doing both right now, yes. and they're both. I mean, and maybe, that's silly, but like I've always just said, like I. There is plenty of reason for me to kind of like that it feels part. Better, and I like... and actually, and in my defense, even on this trip, <laughs> no one's like, attacking. Something you. happened. <laughs> oh, so so Ada and I went to the Heat game in Miami, and okay. we had not. It was raining. We left late. I didn't know where we were going to park. I've never gone to the game before. And I was just like, well, we're just going to go downtown. We'll find parking. We'll make it. So I, 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 the directions had brought me like right to the arena. I had to just like swirl around to find parking yeah, yeah, yeah. in the rain. Did it. Well, we walked like several blocks, found the arena, stood out in the rain for another 15 or 20 minutes. And the, the whole thing, I, when I told Lindsay the story, she was like, you would have lost your fucking mind a year ago mm. doing this. And mm-hmm. she goes, and you and Ada had a great time. Now. She goes, I, that is, she goes, that is pr- like testament. Beautiful. That That's something beautiful. Yeah. happening. Shout, shouts to Lindsay like, for the so insight. So she said that like three or four times. I'm like, okay, so that's. But you know, I guess the good thing is if you don't feel like it's uh, you're a different person. But like I said, I still I, I miss some good anxiety and some good tears. Some good Wouldn't t- say you're missing it. No. Yeah. I want to lick. I'll lick your damn tears so bad. I, I just think that anything that's like interesting enough to pay attention to is going to come through that yeah, kind of membrane no, of it. For sure. Cause uh, like I, no, yeah, this is, it's silly. It's ca- silly Kanye thoughts, really. And uh, I mean, like it doesn't. <laughs> oh man, be... I love thinking about you that way. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's which, that's rich. Yeah. Do you do, which, you have, do you have any any thoughts on Judaism? Which Rockefeller? <laughs> which Rockefeller member? <laughs> each of us. You take you take a, a hard right turn. You're not, you're not thinking oh, about like right the, the dark edge, the dark spark oh, or wow. whatever. We're, we're like... gonna lose him any day now. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're gonna have to Fauci listen to episodes of like the the first like hundred and seven episodes of the dungeon where we're gonna it was realize that, like, there was, was like nascent right wing. Stop. Listen to that shit. Yeah. Oh my god. If you yeah, if you like listen really closely, there's like. There's some, there's some dunge behind it, behind your voice. You touched my life and turned my heart around. It seems when I found you, it was me I really found. 
I love 